Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual Fiscal Update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 4th, 2018. Judicial Branch Request, Judicial System Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2020 Request. The Judicial Branch is requesting a total of $187.9 million from the General Fund, an increase of $7.3 million compared to estimated Fiscal Year 2019 as presented in the table that accompanies this Fiscal Update. Under Iowa Code Section 602.1301, the Judicial Branch is required to submit its budget request to the General Assembly by December 1st. The other Fiscal Year 2020 Department requests for the Justice System Appropriations Budget are outlined in an earlier Fiscal Update article. Judicial Branch. The Judicial Branch is requesting increases from the General Fund totaling approximately $7.3 million, including $1.9 million for a 4% salary increase for all judicial officers, $359,000 for the development of programs and services to address the growth of self-represented litigants, $2.5 million to provide funding for the Judicial Branch Technology Automation and Efficiency Projects, including the costs associated with support staff, licensing, maintenance contracts, and equipment and replacement costs, $1.6 million for the 37 full-time equivalent positions required for the clerk of court staffing level to reach 100% of the workload formula recommended by the National Center for State Courts Judicial Workload Assessment Study, $897,000 for the tools to provide uniform statewide policies and practices for consistent delivery of juvenile court services. In addition, the funding would allow the judicial branch to hire enough juvenile court officers to reach 95% of the workload formula recommended by the recent Council of State Government's Juvenile Court Services Study, and $86,000 for the director position to oversee statewide problem-solving courts. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275, and Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. To see the chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Judicial Branch Request, Justice System Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 4, 2018, Iowa Dyslexia Task Force Meeting, November 2018. The Iowa Dyslexia Task Force, 
met on November 30, 2018 in West Des Moines. This task force was established by the Iowa General Assembly in 2018 in Senate File 2360. The task force is required to submit a report to the Governor and the General Assembly no later than November 15, 2019, regarding its findings and recommendations relating to dyslexia response. The task force report will include an overview of the symptoms and effects of dyslexia, an overview of current practices related to dyslexia response in Iowa schools, a description of current concerns relating to dyslexia response identified by members of the task force, recommendation of any proposed legislation or rulemaking, or any additional personnel or funding needed to address the needs of Iowa students with dyslexia, recommendations relating to dyslexia response for specific stakeholder groups including but not limited to parents, educators, administrators, school boards, and institutes of higher education, and a suggested timeline for implementation of the task force recommendations. In the task force, members met in smaller groups in the six areas of screening and interventions, symptoms, effective cognitive linguistics, correlates, and definitions, accommodations and technology, teacher preparation, professional learning, and information gathering current practices and concerns survey group. After the small group meetings were complete, large group discussion was held by the members of the task force. Task force members discussed using the task force member-created matrix to capture information and share their work. There was discussion about the use of the current reading achievement screening process. There was also discussion on creating a library of useful information and looking at the work already being done by the area education agencies. There was agreement among the members that supporting the needs of Iowa students with dyslexia is a shared responsibility among teachers, administrators, and teacher preparation programs. The next meeting is scheduled for December 14, 2018 in Des Moines, Iowa in the Grimes State Office Building. The location within the building is to be determined to allow adequate space for small group meetings. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 4, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, December 3, 2018. The Executive Council met on Monday, December 3, 2018. Governor Kim Reynolds was not in attendance. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. On behalf of the Iowa Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department, Recovery Division Administrator Dennis Harper presented a request for $1.1 million for a Presidential Disaster Declaration, DR-4386, and $277,000 for Presidential Disaster Declaration, dr 4 The Council unanimously approved the request. The Council also approved a total of approximately $680,000 in emergency allocations for the following purposes. Eight emergency allocations and reimbursements totaling approximately $535,000 to the Board of Regents for repair costs at Iowa State University and the University of Iowa. Nine emergency allocations totaling approximately $52,000 to the Department of Public Safety for patrol vehicle repairs. And an emergency allocation in the amount of approximately $93,000 to the Department of Natural Resources for repair costs incurred as a result of damage to various state parks following the September 29, 2016 floods. The Council approved a total of approximately $67,000 in payment of cost items. The Council noted the Civil Reparations Trust Fund 
received a payment of approximately $212,000, resulting in a trust fund balance of approximately $222,000 as of November 27, 2018. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 4, 2018. Department of Education conducts webinar on new summer college credit program. On November 27, 2018, the Division of Community Colleges and Workforce Preparation in the Development of Education conducted a webinar for community college staff in regard to implementation of the new Summer College Credit Program, SCCP, for high school students. Eric St. Clair, a consultant in the Bureau of Career and Technical Education and Division Administrator Jeremy Varner, presented the information and responded to questions from participants. Background. During the school year, school districts receive additional school aid through supplementary waiting for students taking concurrent enrollment courses through the community colleges under the Senior Year Plus program. However, school aid is not available as a vehicle for funding those kinds of opportunities during the summer. House File 2458, Future Ready Iowa Act, enacted in the 2018 legislative session, authorized the Department of Education to establish a program to provide students in grades 9 through 12 similar opportunities to earn college credit during the summer months. The programming must be aligned with career pathways leading to post-secondary credentials and high-demand jobs designated by the Workforce Development Board or a community college. Community colleges cannot charge students for the classes. Students will be eligible for enrollment for the summer after 8th grade through high school graduation. The department received a $600,000 general fund appropriation for fiscal year 2019 in Senate File 2415, Education Appropriations Act, enacted during the 2018 legislative session to fund the program. The department has issued a notice of intended action on proposed administrative rules with expected adoption in early January 2019. Development and Submission of Proposals Administrator Varner noted that because the funding is limited, the first year of implementation should be viewed as a proof-of-concept pilot that can make the case for additional funding in future years. In general, the SCCP functions like standard concurrent enrollment, except that the courses are not eligible for supplementary waiting. Community colleges will submit program proposals to be evaluated by the department based on several criteria. Priority consideration will be given to programs that ensure geographic dispersal around the state. Other criteria include alignment to high-demand jobs, cost factors such as the numbers of students served and credit hours offered, the inclusion of extracurricular experiences with an emphasis on problem, project, and work-based learning, and provisions to address and remove barriers for non-traditional, underrepresented minority and low-income students. Each proposal must describe the courses to be made available and detail all minimum and required costs of the program. Each proposal must specify the maximum number of students the program can serve as well as the minimum enrollment threshold to offer the program. 
allocation of funding. For fiscal year 2019, the $600,000 in funding will be split equally between base funding and enrollment funding. Each approved program will receive base funding equal to the minimum and required costs identified in the proposal. The total amount allocated to base funding for the SCCP will not exceed $300,000. Theoretically, each of the 15 community colleges would receive approximately $20,000 in base funding. However, the actual amounts are likely to vary somewhat based on program needs. Enrollment funding will be allocated based on each program's enrollment above the minimum threshold identified in the proposal. The enrollment number used for this purpose will be the number of students enrolled on the third day of the program. In future years, enrollment funding will grow as a percentage of total funding until it reaches the maximum of 80% in fiscal year 2022. Timeline. Program proposals will be due to the Department of Education on January 11, 2019. The Department will complete the evaluation of proposals and issue notices of approval by February 1, 2019, at which time colleges can begin implementation. Base funding allocations will be distributed to colleges by the end of February. It is anticipated that students will enroll for the summer courses at the same time they sign up for courses for the 2019-2020 school year. Because the funding is for fiscal year 2019, approved programs must begin on or before June 24, 2019, and all student counts must be submitted to the department by June 26. The department will use the counts to calculate enrollment funding and will release funds to colleges by June 30th. Other highlights. During the question and answer session at the end of the webinar, the presenters noted that the community colleges will need local school boards to approve the courses before students can enroll, so it will be important to begin working with the school districts soon. The colleges were encouraged to find ways to involve school districts and other partners in providing support and resources. It was noted that neither students nor districts can be billed for any course costs, including textbooks, and that courses may be a combination of online and face-to-face -face learning. A recording of the webinar and the webinar slides with notes are available on the department's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 5, 2018, Municipal Fire and Police Retirement System of Iowa Investment Consultant. The Municipal Fire and Policement Retirement System of Iowa, commonly referred to as the 411 system, met telephonically on Thursday, November 29, 2018, to discuss the appointment of a new investment consultant. The request for proposal RFP process began on October 1, 2018, with 11 investment consulting firms submitting responses to the 411 system's request for investment consulting services. On November 14, 2018, the board heard presentations from the top four firms. The board voted to approve Marquette Associates pending the completion of contract details. The next board meeting is Thursday, January 3, 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 6, 2018. IPERS Actuarial Valuation Report. 
the July 1st, 2018 actuarial valuation for Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, IPERS, was prepared by Kavanaugh McDonald. Valuation report, the actuarial value of assets for the system totaled $31.828 billion, an increase of approximately $1.356 billion compared to the prior year. The actuarial liabilities for the system totaled $38.643 billion, an increase of $1.203 billion compared to the prior year. The unfunded actuarial liability for the system is $6.815 billion, a decrease of approximately $153 million compared to the prior year. The current aggregate funded ratio for IPERS is 82.4%, a 1% increase from 81.4% the prior year. The market rate of return for fiscal year 2018 was 7.97%. A copy of the IPERS actuarial valuation report can be found on the IPERS webpage. Contribution rates. The following are the contribution rates for fiscal year 2020 for all three member groups in IPERS. Regular membership. The total required contribution rate is 15.73%, no change compared to the prior year. For fiscal year 2020, the employee contribution rate will be 6.29% and the employer contribution rate will be 9.44%. The current funded ratio is 81.3% and the total unfunded actuarial liability for the regular membership is $6.776 billion. Sheriffs and deputies, the total required contribution rate is 19.02%, a difference of 0.50% compared to the current rate of 19.52%. For fiscal year 2020, the current contribution rate will be 9.51% and the employer contribution rate will be 9.51%. The current funded ratio is 97.9% and the total unfunded Actuarial liability is $15 million. Protection occupation. The total required contribution rate is 16.52%, a difference of 0.50%, compared to the current rate of 17.02%. For fiscal year 2020, the employee contribution rate will be 6.61%, and the employer contribution rate will be 9.91%. The current funded ratio is 98.5% and unfunded actuarial liability is $24 million. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division. December 6, 2018, 2019 Financial Evaluation Report for Municipal Fire and Retirement System of Iowa. Required Report, Iowa Code Section 411.5, Subsection 16, requires the Municipal Fire and Police Retirement System of Iowa, MFPRSI, commonly referred to as the 411 system, to submit a financial report to the Iowa General Assembly every two years. Highlights from the latest report are as follows. The MFPRSI board adopted a 24.41% contribution rate for participating cities for fiscal year 2019. This is a reduction of 1.61% compared to fiscal year 2018 and a reduction of 6% from the peak contribution rate of 30.41% in fiscal year 2015. 
the board plans to introduce legislation to reestablish a state of Iowa contribution of 3.79% of payroll. For fiscal year 2019, that would be approximately $11.5 million. The current funded status as of June 30, 2018 for the 411 system is 82%, an increase of 0.6% compared to 2017. The current market value of assets is $2.6 billion. In May 2018, the MFPRSI's actuarial firm, Silverstone Group, completed a 10-year experience analysis reviewing several components of the retirement system. The following are the overall results. 7.5% investment return assumption. The board did not take any action to change the annual investment return assumption and it remains at 7.5%. Demographic assumptions. The board adopted modifications to seven key demographic assumptions including a new mortality table and mortality improvement scale adopted by the board in June 2017. The board implemented an overall communications plan to provide information to stakeholders that includes the creation of informational pamphlets and videos to increase membership awareness about benefits and a new legislative guide. Additional information regarding this report is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 7, 2018. Small City Clean Water Standards Compliance Study Committee Meeting. The Small City Clean Water Standards Compliance Study Committee met on Wednesday, December 5, 2018. The committee is charged with identifying the challenges and options, including financial, for small cities seeking compliance with clean water standards. Senate File 512, House File 2440. The Water Quality Act, Senate File 512, transfers a portion of the current sales tax on water bills to four programs. Funds for the programs expire on either July 1, 2029, or due to a sales tax increase, whichever occurs first. Two of those programs fall under the purview of the Iowa Finance Authority. Wastewater and Drinking Water Treatment Financial Assistance Fund, Iowa Code Section 16.134. Grants for Water and Wastewater Infrastructure Projects. $52 million funding estimate. Water Quality Financing Program, Iowa Code Section 16.144. Revolving Low Interest Loan Fund, and $58 million funding estimate. Panels. Several panels featuring stakeholders were heard, among them new water quality programs, perspectives by Iowa Rural Water Association, perspectives by Iowa Association of Business and Industry, Agency Administration of Programs, Perspectives by Utility Management Organizations, and Perspectives by Cities. Topics. Panels were held and speakers spoke on a variety of issues, including, but not limited to, financial impacts, social justice and equity issues, nutrient reduction strategies, including nutrient reduction exchange, implementation of standards, and pilot projects. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Rodrigo Acevedo, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 7, 2018. Iowa Great Places Citizen Advisory Board Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa Great 
Places Citizen Advisory Board met on December 6, 2018. The board reviewed funding applications for 11 projects from nine organizations seeking Iowa Great Places grant funding totaling $2.8 million. The estimated total cost of the projects is $12.4 million. The board awarded funding totaling $999,487 to five projects. The estimated total cost of the projects is $7.7 million. There is $1,200 remaining unencumbered in the Iowa Great Places Program Fund after the awards. The five awards made are as follows. Project Iconic Stone Structures, Applicant, City of Decorah, Location Decorah, Award $155,000. Project Matthias Ham House Campus, Applicant, City of Dubuque, Location Dubuque, Award $285,762. Project Maquoketa Trails, Pathways for the Community, Applicant, City of Maquoketa, Location Maquoketa, Award $218,200. Project Malvern City Entrance Beautification, Applicant Malvern Area Betterment Association, Location Malvern, Award $40,525. Project Downtown Riverfront Improvements, Applicant City of Burlington, Location Burlington, Award $300,000 for a total of $999,487. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 10, 2018. State Soil Conservation and Water Quality Committee Meeting, December 2018. The State Soil Conservation and Water Quality Committee met on Thursday, December 6, 2018 in Des Moines. The meeting was conducted by Paula Ellis, Committee Chair. Field Services, Vince Sitzman, Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, DALS, discussed operations in the Field Services Bureau. DALS is updating its updating financial accounts and reports management system with prospective vendor Global Outreach in Ames. The 3rd Soil and Water Conservation District, SWCD, Commissioner's training video has been released on YouTube. Mines and Minerals. Susan Kozak, DALS, updated the committee on the status of various abandoned mine program projects affected by weather conditions. Presentation, Theo Gunther and Peter Kaiverega, Iowa Soybean Association, presented their research on nitrate loss management and manure cover crops like rye. Director's Report, Lori Kohlmeyer, Conservation Assistant in the Fayette SWCD office, was named Employee of the Month. The Water Quality Initiative received approximately 2,800 applicants, including 1,000 first-time users. The Cover Crop Crop Insurance Demonstration Project Applications Period is open through January 15, 2019. Department of Natural Resources. Steve Hopkins, Department of Natural Resources, noted the pre-application process for watershed planning grants has begun. Department of Natural Resources Field Office Number 5 will move to the Wallace State Office Building as part of a consolidation and cost reduction process. Quote, source of Lake Geode signs were installed at Cedar Creek at Geode State Park. Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. Select findings of the Iowa Farmland Ownership and Tenure Survey 1982-2017 to were presented. Ownership 
trends favor institutionalized ownership structures such as trusts and corporations, while 49% of farmland is owned for current income. The statewide water education program, Water Rocks, annual report details outreach to more than 36,000 students. SWCD Calhoun, Alan Wiedemeyer is expected to fill the unexpired term of Commissioner Terry Finley. Partnership Day. Partnership Day is scheduled for the afternoon of January 15, 2019. The next committee meeting is scheduled for January 15, 2019 at 9 a.m. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Rodrigo Acevedo, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018. State Appeal Board Meeting, December 2018. The State Appeal Board met on November 8, 2018 at the State Capitol in Des Moines. The Board took the following actions. Approved $9,600 in general claims as filed under Iowa Code Chapter 25 and approved $8,400 and denied $8.4 million in tort claims as filed under Iowa Code Chapter 669. Settlements. The Board approved two judgments totaling approximately $52,800. Ertz et al. versus State of Iowa. This case was decided in 1997. The approved payment of approximately $45,000 plus an annual increase of 3% in an annual payment set by the court when the case was decided. And Galilea Lopez by Juana Juarez and Rafael Lopez. Her parents and next friend Juana Juarez and Rafael Lopez versus State of Iowa. This case came before the court alleging medical negligence. The parties settled for $12,500, of which the state's liability is $6,250. The next regular meeting of the State Appeal Board is scheduled for January 15, 2019 at the State Capitol in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018. Iowa Law Enforcement Academy Council Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA, Council met in Building M10 at Camp Dodge on December 6, 2018. The minutes from the last regular meeting were approved as well as the items for the consent agenda. Waivers and extensions. The council granted one residency waiver relating to an individual with the Davenport Police Department and dismissed one waiver as unnecessary relating to an individual with the Dickinson County Sheriff's Office. Administrative rules. Russell Rigdon, ILEA legal instructor, provided the council with information regarding draft changes to the Academy's proposed rulemaking relating to 501 Iowa Administrative Code 6. Changes include technical and course hour updates as well as clarification regarding the area of decertification with emphasis on the areas of public records and crimes of moral turpitude. At the October 2018 meeting, the Council approved the formation of a committee to work on preparing the proposed rulemaking to be submitted to the Administrative Rules Review Committee. The committee has met several times and is in the process of formalizing language for the Notice of Intended Action Filing. Director's Report, ILEA Director Judy Bradshaw reported on several items. Building Update. Director Bradshaw discussed the Academy's cleanup and reorganization efforts after the recent incidents of flooding and carbon monoxide poisoning at the ILEA building. 
Approximately 97 students were affected by the carbon monoxide leak, with 76 students requiring medical attention. At this time, all students have returned to the Camp Dodge campus. The Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration is currently working with local authorities in investigating the cause of the leak. The Academy building is no longer being used for any administrative or educational activities, and the current Academy class will finish its studies in buildings M. 09 and M10 on the Camp Dodge campus. Director Bradshaw also discussed several options for housing and educating future academy classes off-site, stating that the academy is currently working on analyzing any potential fiscal impact that may accompany these off-campus options. Additionally, Director Bradshaw provided the council with an update on plans for the new academy building. The new building project is estimated to cost approximately $1.4 million. Design and floor plans are available at the council's request. Personnel updates instructor slash outreach. House file 2492 fiscal year 2019 Justice System Appropriations Act appropriated an additional one full-time equivalent FTE position to the ILEA for fiscal year 2019. The position will function both as an instructor and as a coordinator of community outreach. Interviews for the position have been conducted and the Academy is in the process of completing candidate evaluations. Academy graduations. The Academy will host two basics graduation ceremonies at the Valley Church in West Des Moines on the following dates. Friday, December 14, 2018, 11 a.m., 282nd Academy. Friday, December 14, 2018, at 2 p.m., 283rd Academy. The next council meeting is scheduled for 9 a.m. on February 7, 2018 at Building M10 at Camp Dodge. For additional information, see the ILEA website. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458 and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018. Governor's Budget Hearing, Fiscal Year 2020, Iowa Workforce Development Department. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Department of Workforce Development. The department gave updates on the department's activities over the past year. Director Beth Townsend advised the governor that the agency provided training to approximately 56,000 Iowans in fiscal year 2018, approximately 8,000 less compared to fiscal year 2017. The department submitted a fiscal year 2020 request for general fund appropriations totaling approximately $16.1 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The request includes the following items. Labor Services Division, $3.5 million. Workers' Compensation Division, $3.3 million. Operations Field Offices, $7.9 million. Offender Reentry Program, $337,000. One-third state accounting system, $229,000. Summer Youth Intern Pilot Program, 
$250,000, Future Ready Iowa Coordinator, $150,000, and Employee Misclassification Program, $380,000. The department also submitted a request for other funds appropriations totaling approximately $3.5 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The request includes the following items, Field Offices Special Contingency Fund, $1.8 million. Field Offices Unemployment Insurance Reserve Interest, $1.6 million. And a Mid-Iowa Organizing Strategy, or AMOS, $100,000. Numbers may not add due to rounding. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018. Governor's Budget Hearing, Fiscal Year 2020. Iowa Public Employment Relations Board. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Public Employment Relations Board, or PERB. The board gave updates on its activities over the past year, including information on bargaining unit recertification elections. The board submitted a request for a fiscal year 2020 general fund appropriation of $1.5 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The board also advised the governor that it has converted an administrative law judge position to a legal assistant position. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018, Governor's Budget Hearing, Fiscal Year 2020, Iowa Finance Authority. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Finance Authority. The authority reviewed the demand for its products and services. The authority submitted a fiscal year 2020 request for a general fund appropriation of $658,000 for the rent subsidy program. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The program currently has 61 people on a waiting list. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018. Governor's Budget Hearing, Fiscal Year 2020, Iowa Economic Development Authority. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Economic Development Authority. The authority reviewed past economic development efforts and future opportunities. The authority submitted a fiscal year 2020 request for general fund appropriations totaling $16.1 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The request includes the following items, economic development appropriation, $13.4 million, World Food Prize, $400,000, Iowa Commission on Volunteer Services, $168,000, Councils of Government's Assistance, $200,000, Registered Apprenticeship Program, $1 million, and Tourism Marketing, $900,000. The authority also submitted a fiscal year 2020 re request for other funds appropriations totaling $20.7 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The request includes the following items. Apprenticeship training program, $3 million. Job training, $3 million. STEM scholarships, $1 million. And high quality jobs program, 
$13.7 million. The authority will be proposing legislation to convert the scoring system for the workforce housing tax credits from a first-come, first-served basis to a competitive scoring system. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018. Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Law Enforcement Academy. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA. Director Judy Bradshaw presented the department's budget request for fiscal year 2020 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Budget request. For fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021, the department is requesting a total general fund appropriation of $971,000. This reflects no change when compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. For fiscal year 2020, the Academy is also requesting a total of approximately $10.8 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund RIIF. This reflects an increase of approximately $9.4 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2019 and was approved pursuant to Senate File 2414, Fiscal Year 2019 Infrastructure Appropriations Act. The requested funding is to be allocated to costs associated with the demolition and remodel of existing Academy facilities. Director Bradshaw noted that the Academy is actively working with the Department of Administrative Services to finalize a building design and that a building plan is estimated to be available within the next four to eight weeks. For fiscal year 2021, the Academy is not requesting any funding from the RIIF reflecting a decrease of $1.4 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2019 and a decrease of $10.8 million compared to fiscal year 2020. Additionally, the Academy is requesting a total of $15,000 for fiscal year 2020 from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, TRF, to fund costs associated with various ILEA technology projects. This is a one-time request for fiscal year 2020. Online training and outreach. Director Bradshaw also discussed the ILEA's plans to implement online training for academy personnel to provide a variety of courses to be utilized by Iowa Sheriff offices and police departments. Topics include ethics and professionalism training, mental health training, and first-line supervisor and leadership training. Director Bradshaw also stated that the Academy is expanding its community outreach training with emphasis on cyber and computer-related crimes, unbiased police training, and skimmer and card fraud investigations, among others. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458 and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department on Aging. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department on Aging. Director Linda Miller gave updates on several of the department's activities, including a pre-Medicaid pilot program designed to keep individuals in four western Iowa counties from needing to enroll in Medicaid, the redesign of the Family Caregiver Program, and updates to lifelong links. Department Request. The Department's Fiscal Year 2020 budget request is summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. The Department submitted 
a fiscal year 2020 request for general fund appropriations totaling $12.2 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Public Safety. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Public Safety. Commissioner Roxanne M. Ryan presented the Department's budget request for fiscal year 2020 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. Budget request for fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021, the Department is requesting a total general fund appropriation of $103.3 million, which includes a funding request of approximately $63.9 million to the Iowa State Patrol and approximately $14 million to the Division of Criminal Investigation, DCI. This reflects no change when compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. For fiscal year 2020, the Department is also requesting a total of approximately $9 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF. This reflects an increase of approximately $6.9 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The request includes a funding increase of $3.5 million for Iowa State Patrol aircraft and $2.2 million for the statewide interoperable communications system. For fiscal year 2021, the department is requesting a total of $12.1 million from the RIIF. This reflects an increase of approximately $10 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2019 and an increase of approximately $3.1 million compared to fiscal year 2020. The request includes a funding increase of $8.5 million to the Iowa State Patrol for the replacement of Post 9 in Cedar Rapids. Additionally, the department is requesting a total of $920,000 for fiscal year 2020 from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, TRF, which reflects a decrease of $65,000 compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The request includes a $300,000 allocation to update the existing laboratory information management systems at the DCI and an allocation of $250,000 to purchase additional trunking radio equipment for communication purposes. For fiscal year 2021, the department is requesting a total of $425,000 from the TRF. This reflects a decrease of $460,000 compared to estimated fiscal year 2019 and a decrease of $495,000 compared to fiscal year 2020. Iowa Statewide Interoperable Communication System, ISICS, update. Commissioner Ryan also provided an update on the ISICS. The system is anticipated to be fully operational by the end of December 2018, with full system acceptance expected to occur in the spring of 2019. Numerous agencies have submitted applications to join the system, including the Department of Transportation, the Department of Natural Resources, Federal Law Enforcement, and statewide local police and ambulance services. To date, approximately 9,000 radios have been approved to use on the system, and ISICS has been used at the Iowa State Fair, the National Farm Progress Show, and various collegiate sporting events. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458, and Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 
with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018, Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Human Services. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Human Services. Director Jerry Foxhoven gave an update on the department's activities and achievements in fulfilling its mission of helping Iowans achieve healthy, safe, stable, and self-sufficient lives through the programs and services provided by the department. Department Request The department's fiscal year 2020 budget request is summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. The department submitted a fiscal year 2020 request for general fund appropriations totaling $1.826 billion. This is an increase of $82.8 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The increase is mainly for the Medicaid program. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611, and Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 12, 2018, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Veterans Home. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Veterans Home, IVH. Commandant Timon Weary gave a brief update on the status of the facilities, census, and staffing levels and presented the IVH budget request for fiscal year 2020 as summarized in an earlier fiscal update article. The Veterans Home has 503 residents as of November 1, 2018. Department Request The IVH submitted a fiscal year 2020 request for general fund appropriations totaling $7.2 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 13, 2018. Revenue Estimating Conference, December 2018. Revenue Estimate Summary The Revenue Estimating Conference, REC, met on December 13, 2018 and decreased the estimated fiscal year 2019 net general fund receipts by $13.5 million compared to the fiscal year 2019 REC October estimate. The REC also decreased the fiscal year 2020 estimate by $4.5 million compared to the fiscal year 2020 October estimate. Fiscal Year 2019 The December REC estimate for fiscal year 2019 net general fund receipts, including transfers, totals $7.729 billion, an increase of $344.7 million, or 4.7%, compared to actual fiscal year 2018. The estimated changes include increases of 3.5% in gross personal income tax, 7% in gross sales and use tax, and 10.6% in gross corporate income tax receipts. The table that accompanies this fiscal update provides additional detail for the fiscal year 2019 revenue projection. Fiscal year 2020, the REC established an estimate of $7.868 billion for fiscal year 2020. This is an increase of $139.8 million, or 1.8%, compared to the revised fiscal year 2019 estimate. The estimated changes include a decrease of 1.5% in gross personal income tax, an increase of 7.7% in gross sales and use tax, 
and an increase of 2% in gross corporate income tax receipts. The table that accompanies this fiscal update article provides additional detail for the fiscal year 2020 revenue projection. The next REC meeting has not been scheduled but will occur in March 2019. A detailed spreadsheet of the REC estimates is available on the Legislative Services Agency website. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200 and Jeff Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4614. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Revenue Estimating Conference, December 2018. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 13, 2018, Governor's Budget Hearing, Iowa Insurance Division. Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Iowa Insurance Division on Monday, December 10, 2018. Insurance Commissioner Doug Amon reported that the division is requesting a Commerce Revolving Fund appropriation of $5.5 million for fiscal year 2020, which is no change compared to fiscal year 2019. The commissioner reviewed the following legislative proposals. A bill that addresses background checks for insurance producers, viatical settlement providers, and public adjusters, and clarifies existing language as it pertains to the Iowa Insurance Fraud Bureau. The Iowa Insurance Fraud Bureau made 915 referrals in fiscal year 2018, and the amount associated with these referrals was $11.2 million. A bill that encompasses recommendations put forth by the North American Securities Administrators Association to assist security regulators, investment advisors, and broker-dealers in buffering from financial exploitation, adult investors age 65 and older, and individuals who qualify for protection under a state protective services statute. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 13, 2018. Governor's Budget Hearing, Department of Corrections. On December 10, 2018, Governor Kim Reynolds held a budget hearing for the Department of Corrections. Director Jerry Bartroff presented the Department Budget Request for Fiscal Year 2020 as summarized in an earlier Fiscal Update article. During the presentation, Director Bartroff discussed the following items. Director Bartroff announced his retirement as Director of the Department of Corrections, DOC, at the end of the month. Director Bartroff has worked for the DOC for 36 years and served as director for three years. Since fiscal year 2013, the prison population has steadily increased from 8,114 to 8,469. In fiscal year 2018, the male prison population increased by 100 inmates and the female prison population decreased by 9 inmates compared to fiscal year 2017. Recidivism rates have been trending upward in the last 8 fiscal years with a 37.8% recidivism rate during the period from fiscal year 2015 through fiscal year 2018. During fiscal year 2017 and fiscal year 2018, there has been a decreasing trend in assaults on staff in the DOC institutions. In fiscal year 2016, there were 140 total assaults compared to 96 total 
total assaults on staff this past fiscal year. Director Bartroff highlighted the 227 completed apprenticeships since the inception of the apprenticeship program at the DOC institutions. And in fiscal year 2018, methamphetamine was the primary drug involved in new drug prison admissions. Marijuana and cocaine admissions were the second and third highest, respectively. Department request. The department submitted a fiscal year 2020 request for general fund appropriations totaling $381.8 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2019. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275, and Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 13, 2018. General Fund Budget Update. Revised Revenue Estimates. The Revenue Estimating Conference, REC, met on December 13, 2018 and revised the General Fund Revenue Estimates for Fiscal Year 2019 and Fiscal Year 2020. The December Estimate for Fiscal Year 2019 of $7.729 billion was revised downward by $13.5 million compared to the previous October Estimate. However, the estimate is still $88.2 million or 1.1% more than the March 2018 estimate adjusted for post-REC law changes. The March estimate was used in establishing the budget during the 2018 legislative session. The December estimate for fiscal year 2020 was lowered by $4.5 million from the estimate set in October. The December estimate represents an increase of 1.8% or $139.8 million compared to the December estimate for fiscal year 2019. Fiscal year 2019 budget update. The general fund surplus for fiscal year 2019 is estimated to be $275.4 million as shown in Table 1 that accompanies this article. This latest estimate is $109.2 million more than the fiscal year 2019 surplus that was estimated at the close of the 2018 legislative session. Included in the fiscal year 2019 budget estimate is an estimated increase of $64.3 million for the Medicaid program that was not included in the original budget. In August 2018, the Department of Human Services reached an agreement with the two managed care organizations, MCOs, that manage Iowa's Medicaid program. The agreement includes capitation rate increases totaling $103 million for the MCOs in fiscal year 2019. The increased costs will result in an estimated shortfall of $64.3 million in Medicaid funding for fiscal year 2019. This estimate may soon change as the Medicaid forecasting group is scheduled to meet December 18th to review projected costs for fiscal year 2019 and fiscal year 2020. Fiscal year 2020 budget projection. The Legislative Services Agency LSA budget projection for fiscal year 2020 has been revised to reflect the December revenue estimate as well as revised estimates for the built-in and anticipated expenditure changes for fiscal year 2020. Based on the latest revisions, the surplus for fiscal year 2020 is estimated to total $554.1 million, see Table 1. 
the estimate for fiscal year 2020 is based on the following factors and assumptions. The fiscal year 2020 REC revenue estimate of $7.868 billion set on December 13, 2018. The REC estimate is based on tax laws and other revenue policies in place at the time the estimate is adopted. This estimate is included in the calculation of the fiscal year 2019 expenditure limitation. A carry-forward balance of $184.7 million from the revised fiscal year 2019 general fund surplus after the estimated reserve fund requirements are met. The expenditure limitation for fiscal year 2020 is estimated to be $7.974 billion. The enacted appropriations from fiscal year 2019 adjusted for a change in the school aid estimate are used as the baseline for fiscal year 2020 appropriations. The LSA's estimated net build-in and anticipated expenditure changes for fiscal year 2020 total $30.7 million. Chart 1 that accompanies this fiscal update article summarizes the fiscal year 2020 built-in and anticipated expenditures. The estimated built-in and anticipated expenditures reflect the incremental increases above the baseline appropriations for fiscal year 2019. Offsetting much of the projected increase for fiscal year 2020 is a reduction of $113.1 million associated with a one-time appropriation in fiscal year 2019 to the cash reserve fund. This appropriation will not be necessary in fiscal year 2020. The built-in and anticipated expenditures are subject to change as additional information becomes available. The projected fiscal year 2020 appropriations totaling $7.504 billion include the base amount of $7.473 billion plus the $30.7 million in built-in and anticipated expenditure changes. Reversions are estimated to total $5 million for fiscal year 2020. Reversions are appropriated funds that remain unexpended at the close of the fiscal year and are deposited back in the general fund. Reserve funds. The balances in the state's two reserve funds, see Table 2 that accompanies this fiscal update article, are projected to be at the statutory maximum for both fiscal year 2019 and fiscal year 2020. For fiscal year 2019, the combined balances are estimated at $762.1 million and are projected to increase to $786.8 million in fiscal year 2020. Taxpayer Relief Fund. The amount that the Taxpayer Relief Fund can receive in a given fiscal year is currently limited to $60 million or the difference between the actual net general fund revenue for the preceding fiscal year and the adjusted revenue estimate used in establishing the budget for that fiscal year, whichever is less. Under current law, the $60 million transfer cap will be repealed in fiscal year 2021. The statutory criteria associated with the transfer requirements will require $13.4 million be transferred from the excess general fund surplus dollars to the taxpayer relief fund in fiscal year 2019 and an estimated $60 million in fiscal year 2020, see Table 3, that accompanies this fiscal update article. The estimated balance in the Taxpayer Relief Fund for fiscal year 2020 is $73.4 million. Iowa Code Section 8.57e, as amended by Senate File 2417, requires the monies in the Taxpayer Relief Fund to only be used for tax relief pursuant to an appropriation by the General Assembly. 
The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Dave Reynolds, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6934. To see all the charts and tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled General Fund Budget Update. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 17, 2018. Natural Resource Commission Meeting, December 2018. The Natural Resource Commission met on December 13, 2018. Chairperson Margot Underwood conducted the meeting. Donations, the Commission voted to accept donations that included a $1.3 million donation of playground equipment to Lake Manawa State Park by the Dream Playground Reimagined Committee. Total donations for the month of December totaled $1.4 million dollars. Contracts. The Commission approved the following contracts. A contract not to exceed $100,000 with Infonet Systems Incorporated to handle the customer subscription base for Iowa Outdoors Magazine. A contract not to exceed $67,000 with Crestus Martin Associates to develop a master plan for signs that will be posted in state parks. A contract not to exceed $187,000 with Iowa State University to restore native prairies in Iowa and Minnesota. Funding is from a federal grant. A contract not to exceed $106,000 with the Dickinson County Water Quality Commission to provide cost-sharing funding for various water quality projects. A contract not to exceed $2.6 million with the Story County Conservation Board for the restoration of Hickory Grove Lake. And a contract not to exceed $462,000 with the Scott County Conservation Board for the restoration of the Lake of the Hills project. Water Recreation Access Grants. The Commission approved five grants totaling $400,000 for water recreation projects. There were 16 projects submitted for funding and the projects awarded included Buchanan County Iron Bridge Boat Access for $266,000, Union County Three Mile Lake Boat Ramp for $13,000, Dickinson County Ainsworth Orleans Beach Boat dock for $59,000, Winnesheet County Lake Meyer State Park boat launch for $22,000, and Boone County Don Williams Recreation Area Boat Ramp for $5,000. State Park Construction Projects. The Commission approved 18 construction projects totaling $507,000 at various state parks. Funding is from a $2 million allocation from REAP to the state parks for operations and maintenance. This allocation was made in House File 2491, Fiscal Year 2019 Agriculture and Natural Resources Appropriations Act. Land Acquisition. The Commission approved the following land acquisitions. Washington County, 53 acres for $58,000 at the Rubio Wildlife Management Area, Wapalo County, 116 acres for $267,000 at the Fox Hill Wildlife Management Area, Clark County, 161 acres for $618,000 at the Heritage Hills Wildlife Management Area, Winnebago County, 163 acres for $170,000 at the Pilot Knob Wildlife Management Area, Winnebago County, 80 acres for $85,000 at the Pilot Knob Wildlife Management Area, Warren County, 178 acres for $794,000 at the Heritage Hills Wildlife Management Area, and Appanoose County, 458 acres for $591,000 at the Sedan Bottoms Wildlife Management Area. 
Land Inventory Report, House File 2502, Fiscal Year 2019 Standing Appropriations Act, required the Department of Natural Resources, DNR, to submit a report to the General Assembly by December 1, 2018, that details all land owned and or managed by the department. The DNR created an interactive land map on its website that provides the information requested. In addition to the information requested, the DNR created a map that details the property taxes paid by the DNR by county. The next meeting will be held on January 23, 2019 in Des Moines. Additional information about the Natural Resource Commission is available on the DNR website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 17, 2018, Iowa Alcoholic Beverages Commission Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa Alcoholic Beverages Commission met on December 11, 2018 at the Iowa Alcoholic Beverages Division headquarters in Ankeny. The commission received an update from Administrator Steve Larson on the fiscal year 2018 annual report and voted in favor of approving the report. Herb Sutton of Business Operations for the Division discussed warehouse operations and provided an update regarding workers' compensation claims. Sutton noted workers' compensation claims in fiscal year 2018 were the lowest over the past six years, primarily due to limited overtime hours worked and monitoring staff to ensure compliance with warehouse safety practices and reduce the number of injuries sustained by employees. Staffing changes. While the total number of utilized positions remains unchanged, five full-time equivalent FTE warehouse positions were reallocated to various units throughout the division, with the majority of positions being filled within the accounting unit. The accounting unit is in the process of hiring an additional employee at the accountant to classification to reach full staffing levels. Ruan Contract. The Alcoholic Beverages Division completed contract negotiations and signed a formal contract with Ruan Transportation on December 5, 2018. The implementation of services as outlined within the contract is scheduled to begin in April 2019. General Fund Transfer. The division is currently ahead of December 2017's sales with $119.1 million from liquor profits to be transferred to the general fund to date. This mid-year estimate represents an 8% increase compared to fiscal year 2018. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 18, 2018. Iowa Public Broadcasting Board Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa Public Broadcasting Board, IPBB, met on December 12, 2018 in Johnston. The meeting opened with the approval of minutes. Recognition was given to Iowa Public Television, IPTV, for receiving the Jason Award from Children's Square USA. Jason Award recipients represent the mission of caring and contributing to children, families, communities, and related causes. Rock Rapids Tower Lean Agreement Amendment. The board moved to approve an amendment to the Rock Rapids Tower Lease Agreement. This lease agreement is between the IPBB and the Iowa Department of Public Safety, IDPS. 
The amendment to the lease agreement allows the IDPS to give a 30-day written notice to terminate the current lease agreement. Due to inoperability, a new agreement is being written between the IPBB and IDPS. The IDPS will tear down the current Rock Rapids Tower and will rebuild a new tower. The newly built tower will be gifted to IPBB and IDPS will no longer pay rent for use of the Rock Rapids Tower. January 2019 will be the last scheduled lease payment. Equipment purchase. In accordance with annual reporting requirements of reviewing purchases of equipment costing $100,000 to $250,000, the purchase of equipment from Heartland Video Systems was noted. The equipment provides playback capability. The purchase price was $117,000. Fundraising. Festival is a two-weekend fundraising event that was completed the weekend after Thanksgiving. Details were given on new member enrollment and the increase in sustaining gifts. Of the needed $510,000 to finish the calendar year-end budget, $286,000 was raised. There will be an emphasis on year-end giving and a New Year's Eve pledge drive to cover the difference. Future programming. There was discussion about the upcoming March 2019 release of the Iowa Land and Sky programming. This programming will be heavily promoted across multiple social media platforms and promoted for its educational component. To celebrate Iowa Public Television's 50th anniversary, there will be some nostalgia programming implemented through the 2019 television programming schedule. Strategic Plan Summary Executive Director Molly Phillips presented a summary of the strategic plan which has a focus on the vision of, quote, enrich lives. She discussed the need to be looking for opportunities to be involved in the community and to be actively looking to engage in community partnerships. Director Phillips spoke about one area of focus, which is educational programming for the two- to six-year-old age group and engaging with child care providers and preschools. Director Phillips spoke about the needed investment in research and the collection of data, which she noted can be expensive. By having the data, IPTV can determine what the viewers want and then create measures of success for local content. She also shared about the process of creating a product once and then publishing across multiple platforms to gain increases in distribution of programming. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 18, 2018, Governor's Empower Rural Iowa Initiative Recommendations. Governor Kim Reynolds signed Executive Order No. 3 on July 18, 2018, creating the Governor's Empower Rural Iowa Initiative. The initiative is intended to identify legislative, regulatory, and policy ideas designed to increase opportunities and quality of life throughout rural Iowa. The order included the following task forces. The Investing in Rural Iowa Task Force focused its recommendations on improving access to quality housing in rural Iowa. The Growing Rural Iowa Task Force focused on identifying ways to encourage leadership development and strategic development in rural communities. And the Connecting Rural Iowa Task Force looked into effectively and sustainably financing connectivity. The governor has received the initial recommendations from the three task forces. Specific task force recommendations include investing in rural Iowa task force, assistance rural Iowa communities in obtaining 
housing needs assessments, and to reform the workforce housing tax credit to make it more competitive and dedicate additional resources to the rural set-aside. Growing Rural Iowa Task Force. Create an Empowered Rural Communities Recognition Program and create leadership pathways for recognized empowered rural communities. Connecting Rural Iowa Task Force. Optimize the existing broadband grant program to ensure state funding stretches as far as possible and identify a consistent source of funding for the broadband grant program. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 18, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, December 17, 2018. The Executive Council met on December 17, 2018. Governor Kim Reynolds was not in attendance. The following are highlighted agenda agenda items approved by the council. The Department of Justice Attorney General's Office requested retention of outside counsel pursuant to Iowa Code Section 13.3 Subsection 1 to provide legal services related to collective bargaining with AFSCME Council 61 for the 2017-2019 or 2019-2021 collective bargaining agreements. The council approved a total of approximately $295,000 in emergency allocations for the following purposes. Two emergency allocations and reimbursements totaling approximately $253,000 for repair costs at Iowa State University and the University of Iowa, and an emergency allocation in the amount of $34,000 to the Iowa Communications Network for repair costs for cable damage due to erosion along Highway 93 in Fayette County. The Council approved a total of $270,000 in payment of cost items, including a payment of $196,000 from the State General Fund to the Godfrey v. State of Iowa et al. civil rights complaint. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 18, 2018, Early Childhood Iowa Stakeholders Alliance Meeting, December 2018. The Early Childhood Iowa Stakeholders Alliance met on December 11, 2018 in Des Moines. The meeting opened with discussion about Early Childhood Day on the Hill, which will be January 17, 2019. Children's System State Board. Chanel Wagler, Director of Early Child Iowa, ECI, discussed her participation on the Children's System State Board. Director Wagler presented the Children's System State Board strategic plan with recommendations to create a children's behavioral health system. She spoke about the cooperative effort between the Department of Human Services, Department of Public Health, and Department of Education and the role of ECI to be a supportive partner. Family Engagement and Equity Work Groups. Lisa Bender, Department of Human Services, spoke about the work being done in the ECI Family Engagement Advisory Committee. She talked about the need to support the value of family engagement and the need to create systematic ways to partner with families. Tom Rendon, Department of Education, spoke about the work being done in the Equity Advisory Committee group. He spoke about the need for ECI to do its work through an equity lens and the need for diversity in work groups. ECI Strategic Plan Jeff Anderson, facilitator with ECI, presented the ECI Strategic Plan. 
he highlighted that mental health is a new piece of strategic plan. The strategic plan was formally adopted. The following three goals are outlined in the strategic plan. Maintain and promote a solid infrastructure to advance the early childhood system. Ensure equitable access to high-quality services for young children and their families. And build public will for supporting young children and their families. Preschool Development Grant. In November 2018, ECI applied for a $3 million federal preschool development grant. If approved, ECI will then apply for additional grant funding for the next four years. The grant will be used to support the integrated data system and to strengthen professional development for child care and child service providers. ECI is to receive award notification of the grant by December 20, 2018. Early Childhood Iowa Integrated Data Systems. Heather Rouse, Iowa State University, shared information on the Early Childhood Iowa Integrated Data System, IDS. One of the goals of IDS is to capitalize on data already collected by programs that serve families. The IDS would facilitate statewide needs assessments to identify gaps in current public service system networks, enhance cross-system programming efforts, broaden the ability to measure successful child outcomes in diverse and meaningful ways, and promote data-informed decisions. The next meeting of the ECI Stakeholders Alliance is scheduled for February 12, 2019 in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 18, 2018, Department of Education, Iowa School Performance Profiles. In May 2018, the Iowa Department of Education received approval for the state's Every Student Succeeds Act, ESSA, plan that was submitted to the U.S. Department of Education. The plan includes the following requirements. Develop plans for school accountability and support. Set achievement goals for all students to reach. Identify schools for support and improvement every three years. And publish school report cards with data and information. Schools identified as needing support and improvement will be categorized as comprehensive or targeted. A school will be identified for comprehensive support and improvement when its high school graduation rate is below 67.1% and or the school is in the lowest 5% of Iowa Title I schools based on the accountability measures. A school will be identified for targeted support and improvement when the school has one or more student subgroups performing within the lowest 5% of Iowa schools. The identification is based on the following accountability indicators. Student participation, academic achievement, student growth, progress in achieving English language proficiency, conditions for learning, and graduation rate for high school buildings only. The indicators are weighted to determine a score. There will be scoring by state, school district, school building within a school district, and student subgroup within a school building. The student subgroups are as follows, eligible for free or reduced price lunch, English learners, students with disabilities, and students by race slash ethnicity. Upon receiving a comprehensive or targeted school designation, state and federal support will be available to improve performance. Federal funding of $6 million is available to be distributed to identified schools and area education agencies to support school improvement. ESSA requires states to publish report cards reflecting the scoring performances. Iowa's online report card is called Iowa School Performance Profiles. 
The scoring information for the 2017-2018 school year has been made available to the school districts and will be made available to the public in December 2018. The 2018-2019 school year scoring information will be based on the new statewide assessment that will be completed in the spring of 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 19, 2018. Iowa 911 Communications Council Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa 911 Communications Council met on December 13, 2018 at the West Des Moines City Hall. 911 Program Financial Reports and Program update. Blake DeRoshi, E911 Program Manager, provided the Council with the following updates on the 911 program and its current financial standing. Federal GIS Grants Update. A total of 43 counties have been approved to receive the Fiscal Year 2019 Federal GIS Geographic Information System Grants beginning on July 1, 2018. This reflects an increase of 24 counties compared to fiscal year 2018. Eligible counties can receive $6,000 in grant funding through December 31, 2018. Zatron Inc. Communications Technology Update Diane Harris, representative of Zatron Inc., gave the council an update on the process of combining wireline and wireless 911 networks to a shared service across the state of Iowa. Ms. Harris stated that two additional letters of intent were received in November 2018, and as of December 2018, a point of contact was up and running in Hancock County. A total of 25 public safety answering points, PSAPs, have signed a letter of intent to participate in the process of combining wireline and wireless networks. Zatron is also currently partnering with emergency response technology provider Raycom, headquartered in Marshalltown, to complete individual site surveys and provide cost quotes to the state and all individual PSAPs to review. Iowa Communications Network Technology Update. An additional update concerning the combination of wireline and wireless 911 networks was provided by the Iowa Communications Network, ICN. A request for proposal, RFP, for 911 call delay technology on existing wireline services has been established and open for bidding. But at this time, no potential bidder has met the requirements as stated in the proposal. The ICN is currently revising the existing RFP and estimates... It will open the bidding near the end of December with a closing date expected at the end of January 2019. Administrative Rulemaking Update The Council received an update on the status of proposed rulemakings related to new Iowa Code Chapter 34A. The Administrative Code Committee presented on the following priorities for rulemaking beginning calendar year 2019. Definitions Established definitions for PSAPs and 911 service answering boards, funding, established timelines for surcharge expenses including deadlines, political subdivision, define the role of political subdivisions pertaining to the 911 program, miscellaneous technology, define miscellaneous technology and cybersecurity terms and usage, 911 Council, define the role and purpose of the Iowa 911 Communications Council. Individual subcommittees have been formed for each priority. Subcommittees are tentatively scheduled to meet throughout the month of January 2019. 
The next council meeting will be held Thursday, January 10th, 2019 at 9 a.m. at the West Des Moines City Hall. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, December 20, 2018. Iowa Dyslexia Task Force Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa Dyslexia Task Force met on December 18, 2018 in Des Moines. The task force was established by the Iowa General Assembly in 2018 in Senate File 2360. The task force is required to submit a report to the Governor and the General Assembly no later than November 15, 2019 regarding its findings and recommendations relating to dyslexia response. The task force report will include an overview of the symptoms and effects of dyslexia, an overview of current practices relating to dyslexia response in Iowa schools, a description of current concerns relating to dyslexia response identified by members of the task force, recommendations of any proposed legislation or rulemaking or any additional personnel or funding needed to address the needs of Iowa students with dyslexia, recommendations relating to dyslexia response for specific stakeholder groups including but not limited to parents, educators, administrators, school boards, and institutions of higher education, and a suggested timeline for implementation of the task force's recommendations. David Tilley, Department of Education Deputy Director, opened the meeting by discussing the charge of the task force and expected outcomes resulting from the task force. He discussed the need for education on the topic of dyslexia, establishing a long-term goal and defining very clear next steps on how to get to that goal. The task force members discussed multiple areas regarding screening for dyslexia, including universally screening for dyslexia, other states' screening processes, at what age to begin screening, the current formative assessment system for teachers, or FAST, and its effectiveness in being a screener for dyslexia, implementation of student progression as outlined in Iowa Code Section 279.68, and the purpose of screening. Additional discussion was held on the role of area education agencies in supporting students with individualized education programs, or IEPs, and the need to support students who may not have had an IEP but are still in need of services. There was also discussion on professional development for teachers and having an expert in dyslexia available to each school. The next meeting is scheduled for January 18, 2019 at a location to be determined. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, December 27, 2018. Iowa Economic Development Authority Board Meeting, December 2018. The Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, board met on December 21, 2018 and took the following actions. Direct financial assistance and tax benefits. The board approved three projects for direct financial assistance and tax benefits through the High Quality Jobs Program, HQJP. The awards are to assist in the creation of 218 jobs and are expected to result in approximately $76 million in new capital investments. Contracts. The board approved contract signing extensions for five projects and amendments for eight contracts. Angel Investor Tax Credit Certificates. 
The board approved the issuance of nine tax credit certificates totaling $25,000. Demonstration Fund. The board approved a $100,000 loan from the Demonstration Fund for works located in Cedar Rapids. The Demonstration Fund provides financial and technical assistance to encourage high-technology prototype and concept development activities that have a clear potential to lead to commercially viable products or services within a reasonable period of time. Proof of commercial relevance. The board approved the loan award of $25,000 from the Proof of Commercial Relevance, or POCR, fund for Predictive Health Partners located in West Des Moines. The POCR fund provides financial assistance to innovative businesses pursuing proof of commercial relevance and marketability of a technology. The fund is designed to assist businesses with new technologies that have completed the proof of concept stage and are ready to be subjected to the rigors of the proof of commercial relevance stage, which includes defining the market for the product and perfecting the product to meet market needs. Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates The board approved the award of approximately $20,000 in Innovation Fund Investment Tax Credit Certificates. The certificates are to encourage seed capital investment in innovative Iowa businesses, primarily those in advanced manufacturing, biosciences, and information technology. The certificates represent 25% of the investor's equity investment in a certified innovation fund. The fund has a maximum aggregate allocation of $8 million per year. Approximately $7.2 million remains available to award for fiscal year 2019. Administrative Rules The Board approved two administrative rules proposals. Amendments to the Renewable Chemical Production Tax Credit to add four chemicals as building block chemicals and amendments to Brownfield Redevelopment Program rules that modify the scoring criteria and remove the extension limit for completion of projects. Vendor Contracts. The Board approved two vendor contracts for fiscal year 2019. Financial Summary. The Board also received financial reports from IEDA staff. As of November 30, 2018, the following amounts remain unobligated. General Fund Operations Fiscal Year 2018, $9.1 million. High Quality Jobs Program Fiscal Year 2018, $6.2 million. Tax Credit Cap Fiscal Year 2018 Allocation, $101.9 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256.